Hello and welcome to the Rack and Tour Collection. My name is Charlie, and as always, I am joined by my host, me. It's both me, Charlie and Charlie. It's the Charlie Show. Charlie Show. Charlie Show. The Charlie Show. Well, weren't expecting that. Were you? Welcome, everyone, to The Charlie Show. The Charlie Show is a show, you guessed it, all about Charlie. Charlie, how are you doing today? You know, I am doing fantastic. Today has been just another one day in, you know, millions. So, I don't know. Charlie, how are you doing? Charlie, well, Charlie, I'm doing good. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rack and Tear Collection, Chapter 3, no, Chapter 5, Episode 3, <laughs> all about high school, everyone, all about high school, what a what a fascinating topic, what a fascinating time to be alive. As always, I'm joined by my co-host and dear, dear mortal enemy, <laughs> brother, mortal enemy. Jack, Jack, how you doing? Charlie, no, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we were having some issues with your microphone yet again, so I, you know, I dropped by for just a moment to replace the cable. Like an angel of God, I was sent down from the heavens to replace the cable. And you know what? We decided, why don't we just record together in person? So if it sounds like we're in the same room, it's because we are. But I'm doing pretty good, Charlie. So I'm excited to see if this goes well. Hopefully we know what we're doing. If not, we'll hear back uh in the feedback so or not because uh nobody has posted any episode yeah feedback, little little so... qualm little qualm right there so post on my instagram story because we didn't get anything on our discord i was like hey if you have a story from high school you want to share uh send me a dm because then you like put out the podcast uh lily did respond lily i have a question for you directly you talking to you um why wasn't that in the discord right hmm? oh, what's so it there both. for yeah that's, what, what, that's why you're, you know, on the Patreon, you've unlocked that as a tier, which you guys can, you know, subscribe to. Try can actually see my motions now. So, yeah. Yeah. So for everyone who thought we were actually recording in person together, no, this is the first time we've ever recorded in person ever. It's a little, um, little weird. Not like weird, but it's weird to do it after doing this for almost, yeah. almost a year. Actually. It's what's weird is I'm so used to watching like the audio lines that like, I'm like, oh, and he, Jack's like right there. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the bit, I was like, "Oh, your eyes like blueberries." I never noticed. Me, everyone, man, I this episode I think is going to be again one of those. As Jack said, our favorite word is a uh, nebulous. For this, that's your run. favorite word. You said it like six times in the Iceland <laughs> episode for this run of episodes. Um, but yeah, all about high school. But you know, before that, we'll do our little 
our normal little, uh, I don't know, what you're housekeeping. Doing. The, ca- the campfire conversation. Campfire conversation. around. This is where we stoke the campfire to, so it'll stay lit for the whole story. Yeah. Throw, throw a log on there. Sparks come up. <laughs> Those loud ones that happen. Oh, God. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, the wind. The wind goes in your face and you blows the smoke. It oh, oh, God. So, yeah. water, and then you change position. That's, that's the worst and part. And oh. in your direction again. Yeah. You know what's funny is I was reading um, the second Game of Thrones book. Mm. And at the beginning, if anyone's familiar with the show, when Stannis is burning the old the seven gods for the Rahalor, the god of light. Uh, it's funny because yes. in the book... the. Uh, George R. R. Martin keeps mentioning how the smoke is making everybody like cry and weep, which I thought was great. That's so. just what smoke does, though. So. But uh, Jack, how has your week been, man? Um, I mean, did you do anything exciting? Uh, you know, last week was fine. Didn't really do anything besides work. Although we do every everything to work now to actually switch to where I'm merchandising. So hopefully, starting December, get that switched up, and our my schedule and Laura's schedule will be a lot more actually compatible which was super nice. And then this weekend we had a, her dad visit. That was real nice. Ellie loved seeing him. And he brought his little dog, Cookie, like this little bitty chihuahua. And you know how chihuahuas... Chihuahuas, I think, all dogs kind of lose their bark when they get older. With this yeah. chihuahua, it's like... <coughs> like, it's super quiet, and it doesn't sound like a bark, but it's super cute, super sweet, super old. She's like 12 or 13 years old. So, but... um. Yeah, it was good, chill, nice weekend. Played some Warzone earlier today with Jack and uh, got a dub, got a win. It was real, dude. So we we won it with the Sentry gun. <laughs> so that's very good. So Jack and I were behind. So our only cover in this field were two care package crates that had fallen down. Okay. So I'm behind one. He's behind another. Okay. He's like, he runs out there, throws a sentry gun down, <laughs> and then he'll get behind cover. I'm excited. They're on the, they're on the array. They're on the array. Yeah. We see two guys jump down. They get shot at. I'm shooting those guys. I see one guy in the trees. Rocket one guy. We'll get one guy on my right, but he gets me. Jack downs him, you know? Then Jack goes down. I was like, oh, no. But I self-res. As soon as I self-res, I see the other guy pointing his gun at Jack, and then Jack's turn. And I was like, Yes! Yes. I was like, Jack, your turn got him. He was like, Oh, wait, really? It was, it was really good. So that is good. I uh, good, good, good start to the day so far. Yeah, that makes me a little salty because I feel like every time Jack and I play, we just get. It's funny because like Jack was saying, you know how much uh, like myself and Jack Henry have improved playing Warzone since we started way back in the day, right? And I definitely feel like I have improved, and like you know, it's just I'm actually having more fun with it. I think for me focusing on doing the missions does make me feel like I'm accomplishing something. And that has been very helpful. Yeah, like, That way you're not just like running for three minutes and then you right. get shot and nothing yeah. happened. So I feel like I have a constant goal, but even then like Jack and I get these horrible situations all the time. And like, we'll try to like stay out of the way, but situations like, you know, Jack's dead. I've come back from the gulag as you do as you know, as, as you, you do. do. Um, and I go now and Jack goes, hey, why don't you just uh, go over this way and loot this house? Run to the house. Some random solo guy's in there. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Or we're like do? in the middle of the circle. It jumps to the next part. And yeah. we have to run all the way across the map. And then it jumps again and yeah. again. That's what screwed Jack and I out of our second win mm. that we were all, we almost got. Yeah. Is we had to just to keep running. And then everyone else, the, the we had to run to this building and... So there are two different rooms 
and a roof. Obviously, there's unbuilding. But there's a team on the roof in one room. Three separate teams all look at us when we spent. They're not fighting each other. All look at us. And then there's another team from this police station. We just get destroyed. And I was like, I, what are you supposed to do? Well, I, we have to run across this freaking garden. Yeah. You but uh, overall, my week has been pretty good. Um, I feel like I've been very consistent with my workouts. I've had the past. Actually, this will be my third rest day, which I was kind of planning on doing something. But Third rest day? Scrub? Yeah. Kidding. Yeah, but I, you know, I did stuff like pretty consistently, like uh, Monday through Thursday. Um, one of our patrons, uh, Tyler, one of our D and D best friends, gave me some weights. I've been actually like, you know, pumping some iron, seeing some gains, which is nice. Nice. Can you um, show me. Oh, it's really like I'm starting to see the definition, and the, like you can forearm. actually see the lines of the muscle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Jack has it really well. Like you know, my forearms has, have always been defined for like both of them. Yeah, reason, but that's about it. My yeah, you know, and I can, skinny. you know, it's one. It's funny because like, so like our younger brothers, they're both like buff at this point. Like Dude, it's crazy. It it's like an inspiration, and like they've put so much hard work into it. So I, I feel a little silly, like being like, oh man, I have, I have some muscles, but uh, you know, it's getting there. That's how they started though, and now yeah. anytime George sees a mirror, he's and Sam's <laughs> like his back, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> It's it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, it it's really very is cool. crazy. I go over to mom and dad's house. And I'm like, Where's Sam? Oh, he's at the gym. I'm like, what? Cut to Sam. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Spit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, been a really good week. Um, struggling with hate... peeking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. Um, I've been doing. I've been working on another short story. About halfway through it at this point. It's been really fun to work on. Um putting a lot of leaning into like my strengths as far as building out some like lore and the world and kind of trying to do this big epic sci-fi tale of kind of, you know, the cyclical ends of like the universe where it's like, Oh, as one universe dies, another one starts, but kind of represent, you know, making that a little bit more of a representational thing. Yeah. Um, I always have loved the idea of like, Oh, the age of heroes, you know, I'm like, how cool would it be? Almost like Dark Souls style to where you have this age of heroes, this golden age where they, you know, these gods create this second reality, right? But now it's about time for the third reality. It's about time. So, but these gods are still around, you know what I mean? I always love that idea, especially like you, if you look at games like Dark Souls with Gwen is very much that kind of legacy and that like holding on to like what made your age brilliant. Love that kind of stuff. So I'm doing that. Uh, still waiting to hear back on feedback from my book. I kind of need to probably do some checkups on that. Um, I think really the only thing that was lacking for me this week is kind of falling out of my reading habit with uh, Game of Thrones. I, It's getting harder and harder for me to want to read it, mainly because he hasn't finished the series. And so it's like yeah. I want to read the books because I like the first one so much. But at the same time, it's like... I. Shouldn't I just read something else? It's like, the fact that the show... I mean, I mean, I know he hasn't finished the book, but it's the fact that the show ended not so well kind of put a yeah. bad taste in your mouth. A little bit. Part of me wonders that like, he, he was like, here's the beats I want to hit, yeah. but I'm not done writing it. Yeah. Part of me wonders that that's what it was. And since it's been so long, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, shoot, no one liked that? I'll just let the show take the blame. And I... I do wonder a little... I don't little, know, though. I wonder, that, seems, that seems pretty scummy, though. Yeah, I wonder a little bit. I have a feeling... That the same beats are still going to happen in the books, but there's going to be much more actual build up to them. 
Um, I have a feeling that when he gave them an outline, because it's one of those things where I think about like, man, if I gave somebody my outline, they'd be like, okay, this happens. And then this happens. But like, they wouldn't necessarily, you know, know how I got how there. Do Cause I don't, your way. you know, I don't, my outlines aren't like every single thing that happens. You know, I like kind of like writing in the moment a little bit. For and sure. I have a feeling that's what happened with him is that he was like, Hey, at some point, Danny's going to be the mad queen and she's going to burn down King's landing. And they were like, Cool. So we just kill her dragon, we kill her friend, and she goes crazy. And he's Dope. like, well, I mean, it's a little more nuanced, you know. It's a, you know, he's like, I, I never, I haven't really, you know, ex, you know, expounded is the word I wanted to say. Right, yeah. Is that is that right? Sure. Is expounded a word? You know, I don't know. It sounds like a word for what I'm trying to say. I haven't expounded on that yet, but I know... It sounds right, and yet it doesn't sound right at all. I think I'm, I think I'm close, mm. but he hasn't expounded on that idea enough. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Well, that's about uh, all that's been happening. That's Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, Goodbye. Thanks. Yeah. All right. See ya. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, on a serious note, uh, sorry that the episode two didn't go up on YouTube. I just had a busy week, but I will get back to that. Don't worry. Episode three, this will be going up on YouTube probably Wednesday. Episode two will be going up tuesday so yeah. um which it'll already be you guys will know yeah but anyways other than that you know our patreon it's thriving we got the same members on there we'd love to have some more if you guys want to support what we do uh we've actually we're gonna be using the money to get some su- subscription services to some better uh recording software um i'm actually gonna use some of it to get uh fl studio super nice just being very candid about where the money is going so i can produce yeah. better Spoiler alert, I'm Clumsy Titan. So I can produce better intros for the show. Uh, and so Charlie can also get a better handling of editing, maybe graphic design, that kind of stuff. And also, right. uh, I did, I with my own money, I pre-ordered some sample stickers. So mm. we're going to see how those turn out. And yeah. uh, then I'll probably just start giving those out to people who want them, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think the last bit of housekeeping I'd like to say is I um, just want to thank everybody who I did see some shares for the last episode go up um on instagram oh, yeah. stuff like that is always very helpful I, I love seeing that i know it you know it doesn't seem like it is you're doing that much but to be honest that really is going to be the only way we do grow right now is word of mouth and then you know maybe the lucky lucky like shout out or the lucky person finds it you know what i mean yeah it's they're on really the hard right hashtag or whatever yeah so it's like you know, it's that kind of stuff is so helpful and especially coming from like other people. So like, I, th- you know, thank everybody for doing that. And man, those future shares always, I mean, I will say it's really cool to like, you know, you up Instagram, refresh it. Oh, new story from Lily Racketeer collection. Then it's like Michael Racketeer collection. Yeah. Tyler. And like, I'll, that is the coolest thing. It, it's so. awesome. And you guys have like way more friends than I do on uh, Instagram. So like, and you guys are, you know, Especially some of our patrons, where I'm looking at you, Michael and Lily. Like you guys are like, you know, in your business, in your fields, like in their business. Well, you know, yeah, and I know what you mean. You know what I'm talking about. Like you guys have like a lot of connections that I don't have, and so like all that kind of stuff, so helpful. But I'm ready to dive in. I hope the audience is too. <laughs> Just like the Olympic dives, which I didn't watch at all. I didn't either. But um, high school. Wow. I wrote my original notes. High school. High school. <laughs> I, so up front, Jack, I want to, unless you're going to like use the names of your friends, you can use them, but I want to keep 
most people's identities like relatively secret just so we're not i and again it's one of those things where i don't think it matters because we're kind of very far removed from it at this point but um you know i'm not gonna bring up any names that i haven't brought up before right is what is what i'll say yeah you know like jayhan's obviously yeah. or like geo i'll bring up those names but i won't bring up like actual people i haven't brought up before because right i don't think there are that many yeah even but you know so jack i'll toss it to you first uh my first thought is you know when you think of high school like the first thing that comes into your head what do you think of especially now you know however many years you are removed you know i'm 11 years removed at this point and so makes me what nine yeah so nine years removed when you see when you hear the word high school you know what do you think about think of a being really young like not knowing anything if i had to go back and talk to my high school self i'm sure we'd get along but i'd probably be like man this guy is i don't think i was trying too hard in high school but i was definitely i was trying to be different and stand out even though i didn't really have the confidence to do that you know i remember freshman year especially people who know me uh i wore two shirts all the time for whatever reason i at the time, I thought it was cool to have like the collar, like the orange shirt underneath, orange sleeves poking through, like the blue short sleeve shirt, you know, blue short sleeve on top, orange underneath. I thought that was cool for some reason, so I did that a lot. I had a a, a time where a couple weeks I wore gloves. Why? Just cause? I thought gloves are pretty cool. I still do, but I don't wear them, you know. Really. Mm-hmm. Um. No, but if I would bring up a little feedback I just got from Michael, actually. Go for it. Real time. Wow. He said. Also Scooting funny, that feedback in right at the last second. Also funny, yeah, last second. Also funny to think about how everyone's trying so hard to be their idea of cool, which I think yeah, yeah that's, that's, is that's very true. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has he said something else too. But I'll bring that up later. So when I think of high school, I just think of very young, very much still trying to figure out the world. At the same time, thinking you know way more than you do. Yeah. So what what about you? Um, it, so I know it's we different. Were a, a little apart. Yeah, and it's different for me too. So I was um, homeschooled through middle school. And so I, going into freshman year of high school, I I don't think I really knew how to interact with people. You know, I'm very introverted by default, and this is before I really worked or anything like that. And so, you know, a lot of my personality now, I know way more of how to like interact with people and like how to treat people. I, you know, and I think, what's really indicative of my first year of high school is feeling lonely all the time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving a rapper. I'm trying to be quiet. Okay, I'm just getting over with. Okay. Is uh, feeling lonely all the time and like sitting by myself and just hoping somebody would come over and talk to me. But, I do that same thing. But not oh realizing like, hey, listen, they, you're probably sitting there looking all dark and gloomy. They probably don't want to bother you. You know, it's not so much that. So when I first think of high school, it's like two things. It's like, man... I wish I had been more social and I wish I had made a bigger group of friends. I kind of ended up dating in high school and especially, of course it's one of those things where like, you know, I don't want to change it because that would change who I am now, obviously, but I really wish I hadn't have dated in high school. And I really wish I would have kind of made a bigger group of friends and like made more connections that would have actually beneficial to me. And, you know, I know that sounds harsh for anybody who knows me and, like, knows, you know, who I'm talking about. I, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, we had, like, this horrific falling out. I I think now the person I dated in high school, not a good person. I'm just going to say that. But ultimately, you know, 
it's just like I wish I wouldn't have used so much time on that and I wish I had stayed out late with friends instead of arguing with you know my parents about wanting to stay out with my girlfriend you know it, so it's one of those things where it's like I wish it was different but at the same time I know that everything that's happened has shaped me for who I am yeah so, I mean I, I can kind of say the same I, I remember specifically one if, if I could go back to not if I could because again it should be who I am re-zero re-zero no, not re-zero re-life re-life that'd be dope um dope that, that'd be dope <laughs> dude dude uh I you know so I did for instance in person all through high school and I kind of wish I didn't just solely because when I look back on it, I wish I'd spent more time focusing on myself and just doing better in school because I didn't do very well in school. Um, I've always been kind of bad at uh, prioritizing time, especially when, you know, I have uh, commitments to other things as well. Right. Because those pre-existing commitments kind of take time for anything else. And so, uh, especially like in high school, it's always like, it's all about that first, that first relationship. It's all about, you know. Right, yeah. And yeah. I, I let myself get comfortable in the same group of friends, which they're a great group of friends. But I just kind of wish I was more social, reached out more. I was kind of, I'm not, I was a little introvert in school, but I'm not an introvert. Mm. I kind of have tendencies of introversion, but I like to think of a, a bit more outgoing than that, especially yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I remember one day specifically, Everyone's signing yearbooks. You know, the, the mm. rest of the day's off. For yeah. some reason, it's like a whole like school holiday to like sign yeah. yearbooks. Yeah. We didn't have the money to buy one. So I'm sitting in my economics class, just in the corner of the room. I had your iPod, which you didn't want me to have in school. <laughs> I had your iPod. I put headphones in and I was playing. Oh, what, what was the band I was listening to? Um, shoot, I don't remember. It was some like kind of emo hardcore screamo yeah. band yeah i don't i don't know if you know who i'm talking about one of the song titles one of the song titles was where's my chippy there's my chippy you remember that band so Where, that sounds familiar but i have no idea i would have to show you the album cover and you'd know exactly yeah okay. but you now i was just like man waiting for someone to come talk to me and i'm like looking back on it i'm that's the most cringiest thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You're expecting someone to come talk to you, but that's not how it works. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Because no one wants to go talk to someone like that unless you seem like you're really not doing good and then it's out of concern. It's not like, hey, right. you want to be friends? Right. Yeah. I. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm, our high school experience was weird. So Jack and I both went to a charter school, um, Tulsa School of Arts and Sciences, and it was in like this weird office building, like office complex. and Super dope you know very like laid back school that being said like i probably the stuff i learned there really helped me like push forward like so far to the point that like going to like a state college most of the classes i took i was like i didn't even have to try mm-hmm. and that's always been i you know another maybe regret or like a thing in hindsight is that i wish i had kind of understood the way I do now, like, Hey, if you put in the work, it will help you later. You know, it will open more doors and, you know, teachers tell you that, you know, everybody's like, but I think the issue with, especially like my kind of generation. So about 10 years ago, so we're looking, you know, 2010 is people are like, I don't quite agree with the hard push of college all of the time, you know, 
when you go up and our senior class was small enough to where everybody had like a little saying they could read and everybody's like, Oh, so-and-so going to this college, going to this college. You know, everybody's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it makes you feel like yeah. if that's not right for you, that you're like a failure, you know, that if you don't have a plan, if you don't know what you're doing, if your family doesn't know what you're doing, it's like, Oh man, what, what are you going to do? We're all concerned about you, but then they never really help. And I know that sounds so sad, but I think it's kind of like 50, 50. Like I didn't ask for help cause I didn't know how to, but then people also didn't understand, you know, since I was doing fine in school, no one really cared. You know what I mean? That was one of the things is like, I just didn't quite have the long game and play. And it's so weird to think that you're making decisions as a high schooler that are going to affect the rest of your life when you're not ready to make those decisions. And I kind of want to toss it back to you, Jack, to see how you, you know, kind of how that idea resonates with you. Because that's that's one of the things for me that it's like, man, you're going to make this high schooler like pick this fancy private art school, the fancy private whatever school, yeah. go into this program. And they have no idea what they're getting into, especially just from like a financial standpoint. You know, there are some people who go in, and I'm not, don't hold anything against these people. I truly don't. But there's some people who are able to just go into college and this is easy, seamless experience. They don't have to worry about the money of it. They have like the classic college experience you'd want to have. Right. You know? But I think, I definitely wasn't like that, you know, like, you know, as, as far as college from like my parents, it was kind of like, oh, if you want to go, oh, you know, maybe you should. Um, but it was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I didn't. And it wasn't until guy after I graduated and when I was working and I was like, oh, I'm going to be an architecture student. And then last second I was like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to do writing. Cause that's actually what I love doing. Yeah. Kind of a mistake still, to be honest. Um, I met really great people because of that, but, uh, I wish I would have done like a more, I don't know. I wish I just would have earned like the slip. Anyways. Well, do you think we're jumping ahead if, I, if I can just yeah. toss you a question before I kind of talk about my thoughts on, you know, the choices you make towards the end of high school. Um, if you, you know, had the financial ability to not worry about, you know, living, working all the time, like would you, I don't, I don't know if you do regret because that's, that's a strong word, but like, would you have less like, ah, oh, man, not the best choice if, you know, you didn't have to work all the time and like your tuition was give or take paid for through scholarships or whatever. Like, would oh, yeah. you have a more positive experience and have actually completed it and then you graduate as like a creative writing? Whatever? Yeah, I definitely I, I think about that all the time. You know, I think about how oh, I wish I had been more knowledgeable, you know. I wish I had kind of understand, like understood the system more and like what was expected of you. Um, yeah, a lot of the stuff is like, you know, cause I don't have a lot of student loans compared to some people. Like some oh, yeah. people have like, you know, 60, $80,000 like medical school students. I, I don't have anywhere near that. Like, I think I have around 10,000, $11,000 in debt. That's about it. You know? And I know I'm not saying like, Oh, we're a small amount, but like comparatively to like no, yeah. other people, it's like, Oh people. my God. Like, I mean, our, our fitness teacher, when I think we were in high school still, or we might have graduated like the year after, we were mowing our yard. I remember her telling us like, oh yeah, I just paid off like my college, yeah. you know, tuition or yeah. whatever. Like, I'm sitting there, it's been like 30 years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And you so, know what I mean? So it's yeah. it, like, it can last a long time depending on what you go into right. and how, and how you go into it. So. Yeah. And so to push the question back to you, Jack, um. Yeah, kind of what what do you think about those decisions you have to make as, you know, 
16, 17, 18 year old Mm -hmm. that you really shouldn't be making at that time. That like, if you could give them the opportunity to wait five years until you're 24, 23, you know, what, you know, the much better times to make those choices. I mean, I think definitely when we were younger, I think it's a lot more lax now. Maybe it's just, you know, the, uh, the chamber that we're in, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like college now is a lot less pushed than it was when you and I were in school. And so I remember when I graduated, uh, you know, I think you were, you were about to go to college mm-hmm. when I graduated. And I was kind of like, well, I'm, I've been doing quote unquote sound design and like trying to find like voiceover work. And so in my little college speech that, cause my class was a little bit bigger than yours, probably like three times bigger, mm. which wasn't that big. It was like less than 200 easy. It was less than a hundred people in my senior class. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I was like, Hey, you know, Jack's going to grow up to be like a sound designer or sound engineer or whatever. That's kind of like what I had in mind, but I just didn't say anything about college because college has never been in my picture. Yeah. Because from a very early age, I, knew what I needed to learn could be found online and through experience. And that's how you get actual applicable knowledge and growth in those fields. However, in the back of my head, I was always thinking, but that with a bachelor's in this would be nice or bachelor's in this, or, you know, just a a degree in something would help it seem more credible. Uh, And so I always had a bad habit of, not really following through on a lot of things like that. And so if I had followed through with that passion at that time, um, I could have gone to college for two, four years, get a degree in sound engineering, as well as doing, you know, practical practice while I'm doing that. But I just didn't do that because I was too young to think about it in the big long-term picture, which I feel like is some people get that. And that's great. Some people like me just don't, see the world that way for a little while um i think we also just had a lot of stuff going on and so Mm -hmm. for a a long time it was hard for me to ever think about me like solo big i only i need to do what's best for me it's like right me and my family or me and whoever i'm with it was never just what makes you happy what do you exactly because that's that's a really hard lesson to learn that a lot of people are still learning Mm -hmm. just like really trying to do what makes you happy and what you're passionate about because you know that's always not always but it's worth the sacrifice you know to do things you're passionate about because if you don't you're gonna end up regretting it right so that's definitely i think the strangest thing about high school is for how small of a time it occupies your life you know it's four years but it has such a huge impact on people I mean, I know people now who still are like, oh, man, do you remember back in high school? And I'm like, to be honest, I don't really think about high school that much. Like, I I feel like that was, like, so far removed from. It's like, oh, I remember, but I haven't really yeah. thought about it in a long oh, time. Oh, that person still pisses me off. And it's like, why? Like, Aren't you, like, 30 years old What are you now? talking about? You know what I mean? So that's what I think about is, like, how much of a, you know, impact it has on you. And I think it really comes down to those early years of you know 14 to 18 of you know whatever it is yeah they're so formative to like who you are i mean you have take michael's response here in the the nick of time he says high school was generally kind of he missed with kind with lined i'm just gonna call him out you know 
High school is generally kind of whatever, in my opinion. I think most people feel that way. Didn't care to learn, but made connections for life. Obviously, I married my high school sweetheart, which is a story you don't hear very often. Mm-mm. And I mean, I remember them dating. Yeah. Like, and that was, it's crazy that they dated for a long time. And then finally the question was popped and I was very happy for them. Um, and so he was like, so it was good for that. So, yeah, you know, but for me, I was like, I, if I could have been single, I would have been because yeah. yeah, at the time I just wasn't very educated on the world of dating and if I had looked at it rather than you're not the first reason day is gonna be like your life partner right. unless you get lucky. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's like it's more so like an experience. You have fun. It's not like the most serious thing you do in your life. But the way I'm wired, that's why I thought about it. I was like, this is the most serious thing I've done so far, and that's why I treated it. Not a good way to treat it, but you know, you live and you learn. I mean, I think it has so much to do with, you know, it's the first time for everything. It's the first time you're gaining independence. It's the first time you're driving. It's the first time you're feeling these feelings or feeling like an adult. And I guess what's so funny to me now is how young high schoolers seem. And I know everybody Mm -hmm. will say this, but Mm -hmm. it goes even to the point of like when I'm watching stories or watching stories, when I'm like reading stories or like watching like anime. And I'll use this like Bleach, for example. Ichigo is supposed to be 17. And I... I'm always like, what? Like, are you kidding me? They're, this character is supposed to be 15. And I'm like, Titus in Final Fantasy X is supposed to be 17. And I'm like, You're like no. I'm like, like, at a- 17, do you realize like how stupid you are? Like, you could literally swap out and say, hey, this person's 23. This person's 25. And like, suddenly like, there's, I feel like there's almost this expectation that like once you get out of your teens, you're like expected to be this adult. But to be honest with you, I think most people kind of crystallize their bad habits or they like go through like a change or like, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, man, like why, why, why are, why is it so important to some people? Why is it so, you know, nostalgic? And I can see, you know, I think from, if you had like a big group of friends, you know, it's this time where you're in the same classes, you're learning together, you know, whatever it is, it just hits you harder because it's yeah. the first time. And so even though you may experience and you will, if, if anybody's in high school and listening to this, you will experience these feelings again and they'll be much more manageable. I, you know, and of course this, uh, and I do want to make a quick statement, like this doesn't bar, like if you have, like if there's any like, you know, if you're struggling with any like men- like mental problems or anything like that, like if, if you're there's like trauma or depression, something, you know? like of course I'm not saying like don't excuse yourself for that because you can be traumatized at an early age and that can you know change your whole life. But yeah, barring I guess like the normal high school experience, you're coming from a decent family background, like you know, it, these are the first times a lot of these things are really hitting you. Yeah, like you're really hit with a lot of responsibility, especially yeah. later in high school because. You're kind of told as a freshman, like, oh, like, you know, we prepped you for college, you can get us in credits, and yada, 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 whatever. Then you're a junior, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is getting serious. Then you're a senior, and half of them seniors are like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Right. Because it's, it's just be been so, you know, it's always treated as it being so far away. But, like, high school really went by really quickly. Yeah. You know, as much as, you know, it seemed like it dragged some days work drags so much more than high school so that's that's the thing yeah i'm gonna say i think i motivated george and sam a lot 
I, I don't want to take all credit, but so I was like, Sam, George, there are younger brothers, by the way, if you don't know. Uh, high school is going to be one of the easiest things to do in your life. So why not do well in it? I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, Sam, great grades. George, great grades, got him a scholarship to college. Right. Great grades in college. And he's like, college is easy. I'm like, yeah, because school's like the easiest thing you're going to do. Right. You yeah. know, like basic schooling super easy if you just apply yourself yeah. just a little bit i'm yeah. always like if i could go back and apply myself more yeah i totally would that's probably the only thing i would change yeah go back and apply myself more because that's a lesson you don't learn till later and it sucks if you the later you learn it you know yeah what I, mean? I you know i kind of wonder why we never did that and like i can only settle like for myself i think there's a little bit of stubbornness in me to where it's like i wanted to do what i wanted to do and you know in middle school that's when i started like writing stories for the first time and then going into high school, I remember there were classes. I remember specifically an American history class where like the lights would get turned off. And I would literally sit there just writing in a notebook, the story while we were talking about notes and not paying attention at all. Just not. Yep. I had a couple of friends fall asleep in that class. You know what I mean? Like just like, and I just like spent all this time, like just writing and doing this stuff. And you know, nobody, I think the biggest problem is that, I really wish somebody could have found me and said like, Hey, listen, like you love doing this. Let me show you some things like how this can help you. Anyways, I, yeah. I feel like I've kind of got on. That's, that's all hindsight. 2020 at this point. 2021. I do want to get, eventually get into Jack, like how we think. High that school. wasn't a good joke. I said 2021. <laughs> Cause the year is 2021. I do want to get into a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> It hurts more in person. It does hurt more in person. It feels better to do in person too. Uh, no, it, it just continued. It, it was a funny. It was a funny joke. I it's too late. I do want to get into a little bit later about how we think high school could be different, um, and how it could be like more functional for students and for putting people out into the world. But um, I would kind of like now just like to reminisce a little bit, like about some good times, like about some good classes. I got a weird one for you. I got one from Lily. This is a weird one from Lily. Okay, Lily, take us away. Lily says, one time hey a physics guys, teacher... my name's Lily. <laughs> one time my physics teacher opened a class for saying... She's going to hate this. <laughs> I'm a registered genius, and I don't know if any of you have actually exists or if I've just made you all up in my head. What? Is she talking about... You can say it. Is she talking about Okapol? Maybe. I don't ever, I never had him, so... He, he's a pretty eccentric dude. I mean, I remember Henry kind of liked him, but... <laughs> I'm a registered genius. I don't know if any of you actually exist or if I've just made you all up in my head. That's like some, you, to me, you're fresh out of like your psychology degree in college. Oh and you're like, oh, I, uh, I know how people work. I know how my brain works. You're all I got peons. You know what I mean? Yeah. On lock. Uh, Drax. Clowns. Damn. Clowns. Real quick intermission here. Uh, man, what a sad day yesterday with the passing of Trevor Moore. Oh, that, yeah, we should have mentioned that at the top of you the know, episode. I know, we, we were talking about sketch. We were talking about Key and Peele there, as we were referencing, in case you don't know. But uh, that got me thinking about why it's because you know. And I hope everyone out there, you know, especially his family and friends, are especially, doing yeah. as okay as they can be. Um, and that they have all the support they need. Because very sudden, very tragic, and, you know, it's... It's just, it, yeah, I mean, he was only 41. I mean, and, was just, and what a funny man. I mean, like, oh my gosh, like the amount of times we reference him and talk about him, it's so, you know, 
very sad. And I hope everybody out there is, you know, can grieve in their own way and his family can have time and space. You know, I know in a lot of the news articles, they were like, oh, it was an accident, but they didn't say what it was. And I'm like, how many people are pestering the family right now? How are pestering yeah. his friends? And I just like, it's just gross. It's just like, let's just, let's just say it's, it's it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It, it honestly, it, gone. it doesn't like, matter. Like I, I could care less to learn. It just, it's sad that he passed. And yeah. I just wanted to acknowledge that. And yeah. We should have just at the top of the show, but yeah. we were kind of distracted with all the new yeah. in-person setup we had to do. But kind of, uh, I don't know. Anyways, but I'm sorry for that little. I could back up the truck and land the horn for a real long time. <laughs> Takes Jesus 3.5 seconds to get to Earth, Bob. That's <laughs> so dumb, dude. I now, okay. It is insanely illegal to do that. But even more illegal to show an illustrated illegal. diagram. Insanely illegal. <laughs> I need to do it with your mouth open. Happier and with your mouth more open. Hey, Jim. What are we going on? I love at the, the end of that skit when they're in the theater and they're both like, and he's like, the doctor's like, yeah. crying. He's like, <laughs> Anyways, weird story about high school. So we had a fantastic art teacher. Uh, she was great. Oh yeah, super good. I mean, fantastic. She like was one of those people. While I wish she would have reached out more to me to like see like, hey, why aren't you doing your homework? Like kind of situation. But yeah, they have a lot on their plate. I what is so weird is I remember when I first went to the art room for the first time. I had the strongest sense of deja vu. Like I had been there before weirdest moment because i'd never been there why would i have been there before like but i vividly remember it i think it was like an orientation day so it wasn't even like the first day of class hmm. and i just remember going in there and being like why do i feel like i've been here before and huh. it's it was so strong it stuck with me till this day weird why i remember having some weird art coming out of that freshman uh sophomore year of high school and henry's has one of those hanging up in his room still which yeah. by the way henry's been Peyton and it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love what he's doing. Uh, no, I remember like our art teacher was ex- like phenomenal. Like one of those rare teachers you get that's so passionate about what they're teaching, what they do, and really engages you. Yeah, and it makes you want to try. It makes you want to actually learn and do your best. At least give it an attempt. You know. So great art teacher. I was gonna bring up the fitness teacher. Oh yeah, I had. Legitimately, the reason I, you know, got so fit in high school was because of her class. I mean, granted, I think I took it junior and senior year, but you took her. I think it was. I think Lily had Jenny's class, right? Yeah, I think it was like sophomore, junior, and senior year for me because I I took it a lot. Yeah, and you know, just really inspirational. Yeah, teacher, like, it's a she's a type of. uh, like, so it was interesting. It wasn't just, like, a gym class. We actually walked across, like, this little field, and it went over to the Y. And so we had, like, all access of, like, the Y's track of their field, of their equipment. And Very cool. And she was, like, the best personal trainer, you know. And I remember. To, like, grew, like, yeah. to hundreds of students. Oh, yeah. All at the same time. Like, a personal trainer. To all It's insane. And, and everyone was like, yeah. hey, hey. And, you know, like, everyone. That was, that was, that was so cool about the. Uh, the office building is that everyone it felt very much more like a community yeah and not like a high school i really like that but when we had to actually move to an actual school building it was kind of lost some of the magic in my opinion hmm. and when they expanded into middle school as well 
I was already gone by the time, but I was like, this is not. Yeah. The cool kids have left the building. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, those, that fitness class was so great, because, like, I remember specifically we'd do time miles. And, you know, I was not the fastest. But, like, everyone, just with how, like, borrowing from our teachers, like, infectious like happy attitude everybody would be cheering for you as you ran across the line everybody would be like even like some of the dick kids who i don't like and i'm gonna say his name because he's a douche colby hate hated cole i remember I, him he just a jerk but even he would like run up and like run next to you and like run you know just to give you a little extra boost yeah, to everyone, cut the... everyone was kind of buddies in the fitness class yeah it was a weird it was weird doesn't matter like you could never talk to them but yeah. you know in fitness class Hey, your partner's now running side by side. You kind of keep pace, you yeah. know, encourage each other. I remember distinctly, I was always faster than Jack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then one time I'm running next to him. I hear him, his breathing. This is how I remember it. Maybe he remembers it differently. But his breathing was not like, you know, controlled. Yeah. I was like, hey, Jack, like, you know, what really helps. I'm like running next to him. We're jogging. I was like, hey. You know, what really helps if you control your breathing, try, you know, breathe in, breathe out, slowly and controlled, helps you keep your energy yeah. rhythm more. And he's like, yeah, thanks. So we run a bit, you know, and then I, I have more energy. I push ahead. Month, like a couple months later, he's outpaced me every single time, much faster, much more like endurance. It was insane. I was like, I don't know if he just want to start beating me or <laughs> if, you know, yeah. if I actually helped. Yeah. But I was like, that's, that's freaking awesome. cool though, you know, yeah. because after that he was He's still like super athletic. I mean, yeah, we're all a little less athletic than we were. I yeah, that is that is another. School, of course, this episode I feel like I remember running filled. a six and a half minute mile, dude. See, I never got that fast. I got to I believe my lowest mile time was seven minutes forty nine seconds. I believe, and yeah, I that's one another regret I have is not continuing that afterwards because when I didn't have to do it and when I wasn't forced to, I was like ah no. Yeah, whatever. And I wish Frozen now, pizza. like now that I've been working out again, and I'm working off like years of me eating pizza and like just not caring. I'm like, I really wish I would have like, <laughs> yeah, made that choice earlier in life. To... I will say another thing that we did while we were still in the office building was Jack and I. We filmed Jack versus Wild, and during lunch, I think it was a couple of lunches. We would, I would have his camera. And I'd be filming him, and we'd just be running around the school, you know, during lunch yeah. under the stairwell. This is where they'll camp out. Like, you can yeah. find these on YouTube. They're so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, like, run by people. At one point, someone chased us, and we were running because they didn't want to be filmed. <laughs> we It was just, like, a passing thing, you know? Yeah. Jack was making a joke, and then we were being chased. And so we had to run, and Jack edited in, like, hyena noises. And <laughs> For some reason, I think I remember that. Like, it's it's so <laughs> good. So that was kind of the height of when we were making a really funny kind of dumb videos right but they have a lot of memories to them so jack versus wild was great we filmed one during a a fire escape i think you know the it was like a drill or whatever i remember either i had the camera and i passed it to jack or vice versa i can't remember and so it, that was an interesting part two is an interesting episode for sure but there's a lot of like jack's face right in front of the camera <laughs> so that's a, that's a good one yeah i Got to get another shout out to uh, the freshman class, the world history class. Shouting it out. Um, this world history class was amazing, mainly because they actually covered and they showed you events that happened um, simultaneously all throughout the world. And so it wasn't just like, oh, hey, this is what happened in America. 
it was like, oh, hey, while the Civil War was happening, this was happening, or while World War One was happening here, you can see, you know, and, like, it was the first time I remember thinking, like, oh, like, I kind of, I can see why, like, someone would want to study history, you know, like, and it's always been, like, especially as I've gotten older, I'm like, man, I would love to take, like, a long, in-depth history class of whatever, you know, like, because it's just a- fascinating, but they really, it was taught by two people, um, but they really brought out a lot of like good stuff and knew how to get you involved. And For it sure. wasn't, and I guess what I liked so much about my high school experience is other than social situations, I never had like a teacher make me feel stupid or make me feel like I couldn't do it. And that I think was very beneficial. While I wish I would have gotten a little bit more one-on-one help and maybe direction is a better way to put it. Um, I never felt like, wow, I'm an idiot or I can't contribute or I mean, going to uh, what junior English class, um, you know, I did a whole, I was the one who like penned the story for like a huge school project we were going to do, you know, is also in that same class that like I had a short story read aloud that was about like a sentient virus because it was supposed to be like a Frankenstein-esque story. And the teacher like read out all 10 pages of my story and everybody was upset because I didn't know how to end it. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but, uh, you know, so that's, I guess, what really sticks out to me. Jack, do you have any other moments that kind of stick out to you as like, man, that was just a good time. Like, I remember, uh, I think it was sophomore year. We had a very fun, like, Halloween party. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's some price more school and, like, class experiences. But this, so this was, you know, there were, like, everyone got involved. This was what was so cool about the... Uh, office building that's what that's what it was that's what we were renting like everyone got involved in everything i mean at the same time everyone knew your business because it was a pretty small school but you know everyone kind of did everything so we had you know a live like little band of like people who were in bands at the school you know we were playing music people were like hosting like these different stands for like face painting you gotta you know whatever poster design all that kind of stuff you know all the teachers like there was you know, I was very lucky that I wasn't really bullied at all in high school. Very lucky about that. Very fortunate. But, you know, if there was bullying at that school, it was very minimal because everyone kind of knew your business, I feel like. Yeah, it was definitely but like... Where I was just trying to go with that is yeah. all, the, all the events that the school hosted were very memorable because everyone seemed to get yeah. involved. And everyone... Like, there were cliques for sure at the school. But mm-hmm. if there was like a community project or a class project, everyone suddenly like those barriers were gone. Yeah, you know, like like in art class or in the the World physical history. education or whatever. Yeah, where I was like trying to struggle with the terminology. Yeah. but or I was in a few plays. I remember I was the narrator for Beauty and the Beast. That was pretty dope. I did a very good job. I was also it's pretty dope, man. I was also uh, nope, nasty. Coach- I was Coach Bolton in the High School Musical play. Oh, and everyone was like, "Jack, you're doing a really good job." And I was like, "Maybe I should be, the maybe I should be an actor. Maybe I should be an actor." <laughs> no, but acting. It, it was kind of funny because um, my friend Gio, he played Troy, uh, and you know, Gio's Hispanic and I'm white, and so it's just kind of funny thinking like, I guess Gio's like either I had a Hispanic wife because I was his dad, you know, who <laughs> went by the high school, or you know, he was adopted or something. So. That was kind of funny, but yeah. I was also like, it's a cool little dynamic. Yeah. And he and I had a good chemistry when we were on stage and we got yeah. into it. So, 
but I mean, I mean, I was in a, I was, he and I formed a band called mm. Sins of Omission when we were in high school. Sins of Omission. Played two songs, didn't do anything else after that. Kind so, of a good band name, actually. You can that still has find, to be taken somewhere. Probably. You can find uh, our one song somewhere online. Mm. We also had Men in a Box, little joke band. But we made for one some th- reason I feel like I remember that man yeah and yeah that song that's and then tough. you know so I don't know high school what for me my friend group especially we would always go out late at night yeah we'd walk in the neighborhoods we walk to the park we'd ride our bikes we go to the store lots of late nights of Call of Duty zombies lots of late nights of frozen pizzas mm-hmm. you know yeah. and definitely helped me like a lot through high school because we always we talked about literally everything yeah so we had, I had a very close group of friends in high school so yeah very fortunate about that yeah and that's one thing i think you know that was so nice about having siblings too because like a lot of jack's friends like i would consider like my friends now like jack henry you know i wouldn't <laughs> like hap you know like a lot of these people like did stick around and like it was funny to see like how our interests kind of like lined up more as we got older Especially. Yeah, about that. You know what I mean? It's not that they're saying, like, oh, they weren't, like, Jack's friend anymore. But, like, I felt like I had more in common with them, like, the older we got. Because, like, when you're, you know, 17 and you're dealing with 15-year-olds, you're like, ooh, gross. How could you ever think like that? And then Who put you on the planet? Right. Ugh. But then, you know, when you're 29 and 27, it's kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, there's definitely an age where in high school – you know, you're around high school people pretty much exclusively. That's who you want to hang out with. Your people 16 to like 18 are your group of friends you hang out with usually. You know what I mean? Maybe a few freshmen that you know, like, oh, hey, what's going on, Jim? Or whatever the kid's <laughs> name is. Freshman Jim. Hello, freshman Jim. <laughs> I'm senior. Hey, guys. I'm senior man. <laughs> I'm senior man. Uh, I'm senior Jim. I'm senior Jim. You're a freshman Jim. And let me tell you how to become a sophomore Jim. Because one... <laughs> Last year I was junior, which doesn't sound like it should be the third year you're in school, but leave it at that. Yeah, I do think it should go freshman, junior, sophomore, senior. What does sophomore even mean? I'm going to Google it. Anyways. Like a sophomore attempt? Second. But why does sophomore mean two? I'm going to Google it. I'll Google it. It's probably Latin for something. But there's definitely a few age groups. Yeah. Like six, I'll, I'll, explain, I'll expand it. 16 to like 20. I don't, know, I don't know about that. 16 to 19, that's like the group you hang around. Yeah. But once you hit 20, people who are 16 or 17 seem super, super young. I remember thinking the senior kids were like adults. And yeah. now I look at like a senior high school kid and I'm like. And I, oh I think the goodness. gap's increasing more. I mean, you just because we're so interconnected, especially nowadays. Yeah. Like people are growing up super fast, but you can still, if I'm. I can tell when someone's like 14, you know, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, you're still in high school. Cause I know like they, people still act the same way. Yeah. Regardless of how different it may seem, people still act. You're a high schooler. Yeah. You know? Oh, you're just fresh out of high school. You think you know everything yeah. or you went to college. I'm old enough now that I could have gone to college for eight years and yeah. be out now. You yeah. know what I mean? So, which is crazy to think about, Yeah. but you know, so to, Round us out, Jack. I'd like to talk a little bit about what we think would make high school better. I got one. Increase. And, yeah, go for it. Increase the counseling budget and make it to our kids actually feel that they're more welcome. Because regardless of how much you're like, oh, if you need help with the counselor, there's only like one or two counselors. Right. And a group of like 
three, four, like it's so hard to get genuine one-on-one help in that scenario. Yeah. So I think more openness for counseling and maybe even have like a therapist there just to kind of, cause like some kids are going through a lot and don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, also helping kids, especially at the age form, just giving them, you know, here's how you can form good habits. Here's how, you know, this will help this. Here's how these classes now will help you because I think high school is definitely the time you really learn. Like, this is how I talk to people. Mm-hmm. This is how I can make friends. This, yeah. Cause I mean, if you don't go to high school, I feel like you're losing out a lot of the more so like social yeah. benefit. I think high school is a very social benefactor more so than. Yeah. I would think ed- so too. It is educational, but to some extent, yes, I, but it, I, I do agree with you. It depends on yeah. the person though. Like, Everyone is, it's very nebulous. Oh. <laughs> Tying it back in. It's very nebulous. Everyone, you know, you can't just have a class of 30 kids, have this assignment, write it down, turn it the end, end, at the end of the hour, here's homework. Like, that's not going to work for everybody. Some people love that. It's scheduled, yeah. it's regimented, it works for them, that's great. Yeah. But other kids, like me, are, are sitting there like, <sighs> in the back of my head, I know if I apply myself, 10 minutes, this is done, but then what would I do for the rest of the hour? Right. more work and it's not anything new or challenging it's just yeah busy work yeah that's the biggest thing is so much stuff feels like busy work mm. yeah. you know it's like hey instead of that free hour we have a garden you can learn how to do right. you know you can learn gardening you can learn yeah like hey more vocational like imply vocational learning i think would be a cool thing yeah. to add in high school like i almost think by default people should have to go to at least one of your vocational schooling in some field some like actual field that you can have good work in that you can fall back on rather than you know just being like well i'm out of high school i don't have any support financially just because not because you know my parents don't care but you know they don't have the money to help me out uh i don't really apply for scholarships i guess i'll work at mcdonald's for however long and then you get stuck in the cycle you know Mm -hmm. of mcdonald's target you go to you know walmart or you kind of i feel like you get it's very easy to get stuck in cycles after high school because some people have that base good sense of direction and then other people don't have that sense of direction because yeah their brains just work differently yeah so sorry to go off on a bit of a tangent there but you actually said the exact thing i want to say as i think you know the first two years of high school so you know freshman sophomore year i really think those can stay pretty much the same you know a lot of general learning a lot of basic stuff but i really think even maybe starting as early as like the latter half of sophomore year you should be allowed it should move a little bit more to like that college idea of you being able to pick what classes you want to take and even saying so far as like hey listen like these are what are available like you said like these vocational jobs or even like you said like the garden like showing people like what's out there and i really think not to add on like an extra year, but I really think there should be a time period where you're both going to school and working. So you're, you know, hey, you got really into the idea of I don't know, welding or, you know, metal work. This really speaks to you. So they say, hey, we can start you up as an apprentice here. You'll be making not very much money, but you'll be making money, you know, and you'll be learning. And then we're also going to have these classes as well. So that way you can get a taste of what it's actually like to be in the real world. Because, yeah, as like you said, Jack, at the beginning, high school is like one of the easiest things you can do. Oh, yeah. And nobody, 
you know, everybody's like, you gotta go to college. You gotta go to college. But nobody actually prepares you for what a job is actually going to be like. I mean, and I would even say colleges, unless you're going and interning somewhere Mm -hmm. or unless you're going to work at the school, I don't think college really prepares you for what work is actually going to be like. You know what I mean? Like you have these like really, these like people who are like, I'm going to use college as an example because, you know, that's after you're going into the workforce. But you have these people. Okay, like, so, for example, like, the girl I dated in college, totally, it was paid for. She did all the extra activities, did all this stuff, and now she's a manager at a Sherman Williams, as I see on Facebook. And I'm like, wow, so we're really not that different. Like, and then she's complaining about how work sucks all the time. Yeah. And it's like, and I don't use that example to, like, you know, I don't really like her either, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but I don't use that as an example to put her down, but I use that as an example of like, okay, no, but they don't really tell you. Like, and in fact, I feel like most of the stuff I've learned now is way better prepared me for the workforce, for dealing with a corporation, for, you know, as in like this, you know. But it's just like, oh, what? Are you going to go and work this nine to five? First of all, I'd like to point out it's not a nine to five anymore. It's a nine to six because like most places give you an hour lunch and it's like, okay, so really it's not. Yeah, they give you an hour lunch and they're like, okay, well, if you, you took the lunch, well, here, you could stay another hour. And it's like, well, that's not because you always hear about nine to fives and you're like, is there a nine to five? <laughs> no, it's more so like either seven to five or, yeah. you know. And so whatever. to, sorry, Jack, to circle back, I, I really think like being able to give a kid that young an option of saying like, Hey, you can try out this horticulture landscaping class. You can try out this writing class and maybe you can try it out for a month. Like you don't even have to like commit, but you can dip your toes and you can find what you want to like, you know? Yeah. If me, if somebody had said, Hey, we're going to do a fantasy class and you can write, and let's see what you can come up with. I would have loved that, you know? And I mm-hmm. would have really flourished. And people could have been like, oh, hey, you're showing an aptitude for this. Let's get you in these other classes and let's yeah, well, try Yeah, here's this. the class we recommend. You know what I mean? That you can do well in. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. taking the actual aptitude of these students rather than treating them like, oh, hey, students 1 through 100 are all the same and they're going to go through the program all the same. Yeah. Nobody's all the same, though. You know what I mean? Exactly. Some people are going to do fine. Like I said, like I do think... Maybe not the majority, but I do think like, you know, 51% of people go through totally fine. But it's, you got to consider like not everybody learns the same way. And that's, I think, what we're running into now. And actually, I think why college is falling out of, not falling out of style, but why you kind of said earlier, there's not that big of a push for it anymore. Because people are like, oh, I can actually just learn what I want to learn somewhere else. And I can get practical, real experience. Exactly. I, I do think degrees... You know, for obviously degrees do matter in jobs like, you know, being a doctor or being like an actual architect, like you need to prove you have done the disciplinary work. Of course, I'm not saying that you can't college shouldn't be a thing, but there are a lot of fields like, you know, fields in like the video game industry where you don't necessarily have to have a degree. You just need to show that you are actually capable of doing the work. You know what I mean? Because you can't really go, hey, I've been researching you know how to be a surgeon for two years on youtube and do my right. like because there, there's no actual practical work there you can't really practice being a surgeon right right from not going to school do you know what i mean yeah but i really feel like 
you know, I've always had the issue of, I don't like the idea of working a lot. Like, I don't like the idea of like working overtime or feeling like I'm obligated to, feeling like I owe my life to this company. I've, you know, a lot of people look at millennials. I'm like a very young millennial, but, or old, depending on the way you look at it. Like, old. Old, like on the old, like, you know, because old. We're, hit, we're hitting like, the line. Whatever. Anyways, that doesn't make sense. Don't listen to me. What I was trying to get at was, <laughs> you know, we're, we're kind of the generation that we don't see the need to sit there and work the same job for 20 years, break our backs doing it, and for what? The slight extra added security it gives you because mm-hmm. you've been there for 20 years? Or do you want to spend the time? Yeah, you're going to struggle. Or do you want to try to jump from the jobs you can, find what you enjoy, and in the meantime also explore a hobby, maybe try to go to school, what whatever you can. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just trying, like, my work is to support my interests, my hobbies, and try to yeah. make those into something because we're in an age where you can do that. And I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to work here in this warehouse right. and then move up and be a warehouse supervisor and then I'm going to be this. Like, I don't want to do that. That's not appealing to me. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't think I'm like a baby or less for thinking no. that because I know some people, some people are like, oh, you don't sit there and do the hard work. No. Yeah. I want to do the hard work, but I don't want to do it at a company that doesn't care for me. Right. Like at all. This is, it's funny how much this episode like cuts a perfect parallel through the service industry episode because a lot of the same points we're bringing up is like i wish we had ultimately what it comes down to is charlie's talking ultimately what it comes down to is i wish we had more help you know and because that's the thing like what you said sounds nice but it's how like how do you how are you supposed to deal with hey if i'm not working i can't like afford my life you know yeah yeah. And like, I guess that's kind of what, you know, you showed me that, not a song. I don't forgot what his name is. He's like a guy, really long red hair. And he sings that song oh. about how like they never taught me to like Boy balance. Band? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, but to reference that music, sorry, it's a music video about this guy who basically like sings about like, oh, school never taught me how to like balance my taxes or how to do my taxes or how to deal with this, you know, like things that you think like, oh, why why was there not a finance class why was there not a budgeting class that reminds me just real quick yeah. i just saw this commercial we were watching the show on philo and this guy's like you might think reverse mortgages are a way to take your home but they're not that's like what the whole commercial was he's like reverse mortgage is in some way for someone to take your home as a way for you to take control of the equity of your home and i was like no one says that we're not trying to take your home that many times other than trying to take your home. <laughs> it's like Google that everyone's like, like, yeah, like they're a thing, but most of them are pretty much scams. Right. It's and like, that, that's kind of like the thing. It's is not like, to take your home. You know. And so, of course, there's the argument for like more practical stuff being taught. Yeah. Um, you know, yep, 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 yep. finance class, like a self-care class. Like, hey, this is how you actually take care of your soul. You know. Yeah, but, hey. That, I guess, kind of is, and we'll wrap up here, because I know we're going a little long, and Jack has to get over to work. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta go to work today. We uh, we also gotta see how this sounds and all that good stuff. Yeah, but, you know, know, I think ultimately what it comes down to is that things need to be more flexible. Like, we can't have this rigid one-size-fits-all, because that's just not how 
life works, you know? Ultimately, Agreed. life is all about flexibility and saying like, hey, it's going to suck to be do this for a while, but I realize that this is going to put me at a better spot in the future. Hey, work is hard right now. Work is, you know, whatever. So to like anybody out there who is, you know, really feels stuck in the weeds and stuck like things are going to change. I do want to say, you know, things will change. Like things do change. Think about three, four months ago. How did you feel then? Do you feel different now? Do you feel worse now? You might. You know what I mean? But ultimately what I want to impasse being is that like life is not so set in stone that you're always going to be stuck. Yeah. I remember feeling like that when I was managing and I was like, man, my life is always, always going to be like this. And then it, you know, it had a bad change. Like, you know, that was a really like abrupt, like transition and stop. And then like working again, I was like, and now I'm just a supervisor again. What am I doing with my life? But then I'm like, who's judging my life but me? You know, the people that I love right now, they care about me. I'm still talking to them. You know, the only judge of your life should be you, mm-hmm. you know? And the and I would say, like, invite the perspectives of people you're close with, your partner, you know? Yeah. Your sibling, your family, if you can, your friends, you know? Invite those perspectives in, but realize that ultimately, if you're not happy with who you are, no one else is really going to make you happy. And that's a racketeer collection, everybody. That's where we're ending it? No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I was going to say, one thing I definitely learned over the course of, you know, my time being alive is don't look at your progress in days. Look at it in months. And just try not to think. If you're only thinking about progress, you're never going to see it because you're looking at it every single day. Yeah. And then it just kind of all blends together, like, especially, like, progress with, like, anything. Like, if you're trying to, you know lose weight if you're trying to i don't know in some cases gain weight if you're trying to you know build muscle like like charlie is or if you're trying to you know see improvement in songwriting or seeing improvement in anything if you look at it every single day and you're judging yourself every single day you're gonna be caught up more so in judging yourself than actually progressing and thinking about how to get better how to be more, how to be more creative and just you gotta flex those muscles because the more you flex them you're going to see those changes if you look at it in spans of months. So I, I just encourage that, you know, everything takes time and that includes progress. So don't be like, Oh man, five days ago I started running. I bet I'm really athletic now and I still can't run five miles. What the heck? It's like, well, no, because it takes time. Mm-hmm. It, but so you're not seeing like, Hey, I've made this progress here. You're only thinking I'm not there yet. And so you're going to yeah. take longer for you to get there because you're not, yeah, thinking in the moment. Something I'm, my, our mom says a lot. She's trying to be more in the moment, and I think that's very important too. So. Yeah, and you know, I I want to like give a brief like shout out to those people you know who where I was where you're you know down in the weeds, and I think what you know Jack what you said is very very solid advice. Like yes, the day to day is often a grind. And not, I'm not talking about the, oh, rise and grind, but you know, it's a grind, you know, because ultimately you need to make the money. You need to live. You need to have food. You need to take care of people. You need to pay your bills. And yeah, like life is going to be a grind, but it won't always be that kind of a grind, especially if you can find, you know, and this is not easy. So I don't want to make it sound like it's easy. Like I found writing and that is so helpful for me mentally. I found writing. And, you know, as being able to see my progress and like i always said on the service industry episode man 
the idea of working hard and seeing results really applies maybe not to your job, maybe not to, you know, a bad relationship or a bad situation, but for like healthy, sustainable goals, working hard, you see results and it's like, wow. Oh yeah. That's great. You know, I never would have thought that two years ago I would have printed two different copies of a book that I've had in my head since I was a teenager in high school. Yeah. What we were talking about, what I was writing in American history class. Yeah. I remember you feeling up all those composition notebooks. Yeah. Like we get home from school, you throw your bag down, sit down and just start writing. Yeah. You know, turn on. I, what did we listen to? Did we listen to music back then or would I just start playing Call of Duty? It'd be like Call of Duty or it'd be like Harry Potter audio or it would be like Family Guy episodes. We watched a lot of Family Guy, but just like in the background. And Futurama. And Futurama. I remember... Uh, probably cur- Call of Duty. It was probably Call of Duty. The curse of... I was like, Charlie, I do really well. You come in, you sit down. I do bad. I was like, I don't... There's a pressure to do good now. You know what I mean? Which I think I've definitely gotten better at. But... Yeah. You know. Anyways. Well. Jack, do you have any closing thoughts about high school before we send this one off to the books? You know, I don't... Uh... I don't think I think I covered just about everything. Yeah. Uh very thankful that I was able to go to high school. Yeah. And for the high school I went to, really appreciative of Same that. Here. Same and here. even though there are always qualms with probably everything you go through in life, I really do appreciate what I've gone through, especially in high school because it was very formative for me. Right. So. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Raconteur Collection chapter 5, episode 3. All about high school. I hopefully have been Charlie, and Jack has always been Jack. Hopefully. Or have I? <laughs> and now we lead you to Clumsy Titan, who is definitely not Jack. Don't listen earlier. Yeah. Don't uh, listen. I'll, I'll, <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> it's not. He's not Clumsy Titan. No, <laughs> I just don't. Oh, there's the music. It's coming in. It's cutting me off. It's coming in. <laughs> We're on the horn for a real long time. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. Have a good day. Deuces. Bye. Bye.